Hello everybody, happy Tuesday to you, and uh, this is a continuation of yesterday's video. Not that it matters because nobody's watching, but I wanted to kind of follow up the dark and depressing turn that yesterday's video went and um, take it to the bright side, which is what I'm really excited to talk about. And that is something that started to happen for me very recently with my current writing clients and job. And that is, for the first time ever, I'm taking some amount of pride in the work that I do as a freelancer. Like, I hear people talk about having pride in their work all the time. I think it's a great thing. And forever, I thought it's a great thing. And I've always thought, you know, on a hypothetical level, this is something that people should feel for their work. But it, I don't think it was something I ever truly felt for mine. Like I said yesterday, I, I would teach students English. They would like me. They want me to be their teacher for an extended period of time. They try to schedule me out for weeks or months. And instead of appreciating that and saying, oh, thank you, you want me to be your teacher, which is what I'm on this you know, English teaching online school to do, I would like feel trapped by it and, 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 and uh, not want to have that commitment because I wasn't taking pride in my work. I was seeing it as the bare minimum I had to do to get a paycheck. When I would write online, again, I would do the bare minimum I had to do to get a paycheck. I didn't take pride in that work. But things changed just recently. And here's two examples of when I really just felt pride for my work. Not, oh, I'm so great kind of pride, but a healthy, self-esteem and a healthy positive feeling about the work that I was accomplishing and a desire to continue to do it and to get better at what I'm doing. So example number one, I started writing an email sequence for a female client. Now this is a client of a client of a client of a client. So this person at the top of that chain has no idea that me, a 32 year old guy in Mexico is writing her promotional and marketing emails as her. I'm writing as her. So my goal in receiving this project, series of projects, this, this, this job, was to learn her voice so that I could write as her. So she's on YouTube. I'm not going to give her name, but she's on YouTube. I, I watched a lot of her videos on YouTube. I read many of the articles or emails she had written herself in order to get a very clear understanding of how she speaks and how she writes. And then I started doing this. I didn't think this was a particular skill I had. It's not like I'm Mr. Ghostwriting extraordinaire, writing other people's voice, whatever. But it's something that just happened to work out that, that I was able to do this. And so the, the, the client that I communicate with, the one right above me, uh, liked the work that I was doing. Of course, she, edits everything that I give to make it even better. So we're a team in that aspect, which is wonderful because I'd never be able to self-edit and make it polished as, you know, this is a great partnership. I love it. She's doing her thing. I'm doing my thing. We're doing, doing it great. So the client at the top of this chain knows the client above me and knows that she is, is, is in charge of writing these emails. She doesn't know that I'm the one actually writing them and she's editing them. But anyway, the client at the top, 
trickles down in video form, not just in written form, but in video form, glowing praise for our ability to capture her voice. And she's like, I didn't even know there were people out there who could just write like me. And that made me feel good. I'm like, wow, I, I accomplished something. Instead of feeling trapped when the client directly above me, my boss, says, uh, oh, we're going to get lots more work from this person and other people uh, because we're doing really good with these emails. I don't feel trapped. I'm not afraid of the commitment. For the first time, you know, I listen to this praise, and the praise isn't even being directed to me, the guy who's actually writing, because, again, the person at the top doesn't know it's a 32-year-old guy from Mexico writing as her, a 40-year-old woman in the United States. Um, she thinks that it's a woman writing as her. Um, I don't think she would care if she found out. That's not my point. But my point is, I'm not even getting the praise. My name is not in the video. Nobody knows I exist except the person directly above me. But I have this sudden sense of just being proud of the work that I've accomplished. And it makes me want to work harder and do more in the future for that client and for others. Like, like this is actually, this is great. Like I found something I'm good at and I want to continue getting better at it. In the past, when I found something I was good at and, and people thought it was good and wanted to pay me to do more of it, I'd get resentful and say, I don't want to do more of this. And, 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 and the pay isn't good enough or whatever. But I feel like I, I found something that, that I can take pride in. And I don't think it was writing you know, promotional and marketing emails from the perspective of a woman that caused me to have this pride. What it really was is my attitude about work is changing. And I'm happy about that. I spoke in a previous video. I have to believe that people can change because I desperately need to change certain things about myself. And if people can't change, then I'm screwed. So I'm choosing to believe the option that is better for me and just hoping that's true. And part of that is, can I learn to improve these aspects of my personality and my work ethic that I need to improve? And one of them is taking pride in my work. And so far, I feel like there's a change happening. And I want to go that direction, further that direction. That's, that's what I'm saying. Second example, um, I do the show notes for a podcast. This is a podcast I would never listen to in a million years on my own. Like I would never even find this podcast or know it exists, except it trickled down through the client of a client of a client of a client. And now I am listening to this podcast every week, writing like a thousand word article, summarizing the key points from the podcast. And I include like a list of, of bullet points kind of summarizing the podcast. I do a little introduction for the podcast and I include links like resources. Any links that are discussed in the podcast, I try to include them there in the show. Well, apparently I'm doing a pretty good job at that. And, I, and I, I, I'm very careful to try to identify because they don't just give me a list. Oh, I need a link for this, this, that, and that. Like just in listening in the context of the show, I try to figure out what links to various websites or social media profiles or <coughs> YouTube videos or whatever. I try to figure out what links need to be there. Occasionally they'll say, oh, we'll, we'll add this in the show notes. And then I know, oh, I got to add a link to whatever they just said. And other times I just have to sort of intuit what needs to be in that list of links. But apparently I'm doing a good job. And what I really like is 
I'm, I have to listen to these podcast episodes. And at the end of every podcast episode, there is a, you know, the guy says, you know, hey, in case you're busy, you're driving or whatever, you're, you're doing whatever, and you're, you're listening to this, but you're not able to take notes. Well, don't take notes in the car. That's dangerous. Instead, um, later on, go to the blog and find the, this episode, and there will be a 1,000-word description, and there will be links to all the things that we mentioned, et cetera, et cetera. And he always mentions that at the end. And what I've noticed is recently, over the last few weeks or a few months maybe, I don't even know how long this has been happening, this has been changing subtly, he seems to be more proud of the show notes that are there because he mentions them in a really unique way. Like, like, like he's really happy those show notes are there. I have no direct contact with this guy, but he's sort of speaking to me indirectly through the podcast by saying how much he likes the notes. He doesn't even say, I really like the show notes. Well, kudos to the writer. <laughs> he never says that. But I can tell from the way he talks about the show notes that he's happy with the past episode's show notes. I have no idea if I'm making sense right now. I'm just rolling with it. And in, in fact, occasionally he'll say, well, depending on, on the writer, maybe there'll be some links to XYZ. And it's just a tangential little thing that they mention in the podcast. But he's sort of saying to me, indirectly, not knowing he's talking to me, but kind of he does. He's saying, hey, maybe the writer who puts together these show notes will include a link to et cetera. And in the past, yesterday's video description of me, the guy who had an attitude problem about work of all things, would have seen that as a horrible, like just, uh, oh gosh, now I have to go find another link for this guy and I don't even know what he wants and I got to search for it and ugh, right? But today me, taking pride in my work me, I hear him say that and say, ooh, this is my opportunity to show him that I care and, and to go out and find, spend that extra three, four, five minutes. It's not even a long time. It never would have been a long time. It's my attitude that changed. Just take those extra minutes and find that link and include that in the list of links. Because I know when he sees that, he'll smile and he'll say, oh, this person that I don't even know in person, this person took the time and cared to, to add that into the show. And that's going to make him happy. It's going to make me happy. Could it mean more money for me in the future? Perhaps. But that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I take pride in my work. That's the change that's happened. I don't know why, but it's happening. And I want to chase that, reaffirm that, and make it a regular thing. Anyway, this video is long. I think, think the videos are getting longer. I don't know if that's a good thing or I'm just too rambly. Um, eventually, somebody will stumble on this and start watching this. And if you do, if you watch this somewhat in, you know, current, like this isn't a 10-year-old video when you're seeing it, and you put in the video in the description, I can't even talk. In the comments, I'm not editing this video, so every mess up is just staying. You put in the comments what you like or don't like, or if you think I'm rambling too much or whatever. I just might listen to you and improve future episodes based on your opinions, because even if only five people are watching this, let's get real. Even if one person's watching this and they have an opinion, if you're the only person watching and you have an opinion, you're 100% of my audience's opinion, which means I'll pay attention to it. So thank you very much. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.